If you don't create, doesn't get created. And only you have in your mind that which you want to create. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Vision Quest Sound Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and on this show, we love to talk about music and culture with artists and creators who are making positive waves in our community. Joining us today is Danny Lee. He is a TV host and on-camera talent from Los Angeles who's appeared on a number of networks as well as writing and doing voiceover. Also, he wanted me to mention that he is a father who can give Michael Keaton from Mr. Mom a run for his money. My brain is like oatmeal. He joins us today to talk about keeping up the creative Jones during these uncertain times. Take it away, Danny. Well, thank you, King Philip, or is that Prince Philip? I forget. I never was much for monarchies. As he did introduce me, I couldn't have written a better introduction myself, or perhaps I did. I am Danny Lee, and uh, today I'm talking about creativity, because one of the hardest things to be a creative person is uh, not just dealing with the demons internally, but also dealing with some of the external challenges of people around you, hurdles to getting into the business. And boy, if the last few months haven't taught you anything, just trying to maintain an even keel through all this. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about myself. And if you read my article, it was some music references mixed in. I might just call those back up as I talk here today. But uh, for as long as I can remember, I always wanted to be a creative person. Uh, Over the course of my lifetime, I've been on TV. I've written uh, for a number of online publications. Boy, you have to go way back uh, for me to conjure up when I first started harboring the interest to be in entertainment, whether it was sports casting or hosting or even acting. Uh, now I've I've been on broadcast television. I've done voiceover. I've played music. I was a percussionist for a number of years. And now I'm a dad 10 months in. So I've had my share of uh, lame dad jokes. I had one I published the other day. And on Instagram, I've kind of lost my mind for these things. So I'll give one here to you before I completely digress. Uh, why is a sculptor not always appreciated for all the work he does? Because sometimes his work is a bust. You can hold for laughter there. However, getting back to the creativity, the lot that comes with being a creative person, as I talked about, comes from a lot of uh, a doubt needing to be quelled from outside or within, emotional and tangible challenges, uh, not the least of which come with being in a high odds nature. I mean, it's so easy to say, I want to do this. I want to paint. I want to be on a big screen production. I want to be on ESPN was one of my goals from an early, early time in my life. And I always set that as a, a bar and always reinforce that. That's an important thing as far as the intrinsic part of it. And uh, I accomplished that. I always wanted to do that before I turned 30. And I did that uh, before I turned 30. And it was some years ago, but I do lie and tell people I'm still under 30. So secrets out, I guess. Uh, But for those of you who have taken on the reins of trying to carve out a niche in one of these creative fields, and you don't like that nine to five lifestyle. Well, 
I present you the current hurdle, trying to make it during a pandemic. I mean, everything that we knew about the rules, the playbook, it's all changed. Something that we never could have imagined. Currently, I'm uh, trying myself to reinvent myself, to rebrand, to improve my home setup. uh, Because nobody really has any idea uh, what comes out of this, you know, as far as how we do what we do, how we go about creating especially if you're in any of those fields like I am where I used to drive to auditions and I used to be on sets and productions with multiple people and now, uh, you know, I've gotten some word from my agent that some auditions are coming up in which there's a producer behind plexiglass. I'll uh, pass on the joke there about a producer being behind plexiglass. Uh, sounds like a dream, but it is, in seriousness, something new to deal with, you know, something to get your mind frame around. And as an ode to being a nerd for all things music, and because, as I mentioned in the article, Philip is running a, a music website, I figured uh, with regards to me bringing all of this about and trying to teach some lessons about being a creative person, I figured I'd throw in some music references, and my first one was Roll With It. But I will tell you that this is an anthem for everything going on now. Uh, These times more so than any, I can think of during the last, what, 40 or so years, we've had economic downfalls, we've had national crises, recessions abound, 9-11, boy, there's been a lot. Uh, One of the things that I've, I've personally learned is that you need to be flexible. It's the old truism, you know, predict the unpredictable. And uh, that's one of those truisms that it's like, thanks a lot. You're telling me something without telling me anything at all. But it is true in the sense that you want to over-prepare for whatever it is that you do because you don't want to do just enough, right? Uh, I don't know if some of you are football fans. And it was the old thing about Tom Coughlin uh, when he coached the Giants and they won a Super Bowl and you'd show up five minutes early and you'd still be late. I don't want anybody coming to work comfortable. I want people coming to work to be aggressive, to want to be there, to want to do everything they possibly can to help them be the very, very best they can be. It's that thing of, okay, be prepared. Don't just do the minimum because if you do the minimum, then if something comes at you that you really weren't prepared for, then you won't be prepared for that because we'd like to think that everything goes linearly uh, in a fashion that you can say, okay, everything's good. And I can tell you from raising an infant that most times you're like, okay, a diaper change, do this, or on a schedule. Well, yeah, that's great, but then the one in ten times, or in the case of dealing with an infant, probably four in ten, that something goes awry, you'd like to have that playbook nice and thicker than it needs to be, just so you have a play you may not necessarily need, but if the clock's winding down and you got to hurl it downfield or try and get downfield quickly, yeah, you'd like to have that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As far as like being prepared, procrastinating is something that I know I've fallen victim to. I'm sure you have. Simple things like not having new headshots, you're producing new content. Right now with the downtime, uh, if you have that ability, if you have the ability to pick up a, a paintbrush or whatever it is, work on your memorizing Jones, I would say do so. Uh, the last few months have been unconscionable. It's been impossible to be adequately ready for this. But one of the easiest things you can do aside from all of that is keeping a positive outlook. It's a good lesson that when things don't always go as planned, the ones who find a way to keep up with the current will better be able to manage the deluge. Shining on. Don't forget that. That Grand Funk Railroad once taught us. The first line in there, we are winners and losers. Yeah, that's a little blunt, but it is certainly apt. You never want to be in the middle, right? Do we ever satisfy, get satisfied for just doing enough, like I said earlier? What ends up pulling us into the winner's circle is quelling the negative self-talk or making sure that you keep a positive group around you, people that are supportive. I know for me that my wife, is she's an ICU nurse, she's on the front lines right now, and she's always on me, staying positive. And if you have people who, I don't know, kind of uh, try and deny you uh, the satisfaction of accomplishment or maybe they're in a, a point in their life where they took a left turn and kind of chose a career that was the safer thing, not necessarily the thing they wanted to do. They may, you know, hold it against you. They may have a jealous aspect. And you don't want that because that brings that negative energy. I was having a perfectly nice trip until you walked into my life. And uh, it does not help. I mean, we talk about the self-doubt and the demons that come along with being a creator. Yeah, that does not help things, certainly. You know, when you drink from the cup of success, it's a great undertaking. It's addicting, I know that you may see uh, success, you may accomplish it, and you may stop to take a deep breath, but you know I'm also here to tell you that the key to that is not resting on laurels. You always want to keep dialing it up. You always want to keep challenging yourself. You know, Michael Jordan didn't just get that one title and say, you know, you bringing up a, a subject with the documentary that came out recently on ESPN. He didn't just win that first championship against the Lakers and said, you know what, I'm good, I'm done. He won two more, then he tried his hand at baseball, uh, whatever you come out on that one. But then he came back, and he won three more. And were it not for some outside influences, he <laughs> might have won more, but that's another discussion. But you don't just say, okay, I'm good at one. Mozart didn't say after one composition, you know what, I'm good. Vincent van Gogh didn't just say, yeah, yeah sunflowers, all right, that's enough. Good times, bad times. We've had a lot more of the latter. Using the song from Led Zeppelin, life is never linear. Um, Just think about any kind of documentary or movie that you saw. If you get from point A to point B, it's never a straight line. And if it is, I mean, it's not necessarily something worth telling a story to. But as far as our lives go, is your life really that linear? Things happen. You know, bad times happen. We have to weather the storm. 
Uh, just know that no matter where you are in your life, if you're rolling along, stuck in a rut or in a losing streak, it doesn't last. No more than a winning streak lasts. But over the long haul, I mean, sure, you want to be able to say that you spent more time on the positive side of things and the negative side of things. And that goes to what we talked about in the beginning, that you just don't want to let the negative continuing on and keep haunting you and then that become the new status quo. You always want to make sure that even if you are having positive developments, use those negative times to remind you in the positive times that to be thankful that it could be worse, that you don't want to go back to where those negative times are. Because certainly there's times where, like the current pandemic, you can't control that completely out of your control. Uh, And, you know, just to paraphrase the great John Wooden, you you should focus on the things that you can control because the things that are out of your control in the first place, there's not really a whole lot you're to do so you want to make sure to also appreciate the good times when they come and then howard jones of course the 80s popular song things can only get better this can certainly underscore what's going on now i mean one of the hardest thing to do is is to maintain an even keel during times of stormy seas i mean look we're creative folks Uh, We're always subjective. We're always doubting whether the next thing or whether we could do it again. You know, you you, you put out a piece of work, you, you write a book or whatever, and you're always wondering how will it be received. Or we like not to believe that everything is resting or things are resting on, on what people think of that work. But shoot, I mean, there is a certain part of it, whether conscious or subconsciously, that, you know, you always want it to be well received. No one ever puts out something thinking, eh, I don't care if people hate it or not. You do things to be appreciated, not necessarily for the sole purpose to be appreciated, but you certainly want to affect the positive change. And then things start to look bleak. You start looking for negative signs around and you start looking for positive signs and you just find the negative ones. And you think, you know, you want to give up. I mentioned in my article the uh, negative effects of that, of just giving up in the midst of things going south. And I remember seeing a cartoon. This dude was digging for an underground treasure, and it appeared as if he had been at it for some time. Then the next cell shows him turning and heading back, and unbeknownst to him, the treasure was uh, a little more digging away, but... Too much self-doubt got to him. He was digging and digging and digging. He thought, you know what? This is never going to never going to happen. So he went back. And you never want to do that to yourself because you don't know how close that treasure is. You don't know how much digging that you still need to do. It could be a lot, could be not that much. But you'll never know unless you accomplish it. So giving up is perhaps the worst thing that you could do, you know? Keep plodding ahead. Cervantes, uh, the great philosopher, said that a road is the road is better than the inn. And it may be hard to believe when you're in the middle of the doldrums, but you'll appreciate it, as I said, uh, when you reach the intended destination. And you may just get right back on the road because sometimes, you know, the, the work that goes into the achievement, you know, the, the, the amount of hours you spent studying, the memorizing, and the whole matrix it's usually inclusive of the entire journey and the finished product it's great but like i said you don't rest on the laurels of that and 
And then the final uh, aspect is a change would do you good from uh, Cheryl Crow. I, I, I mentioned in my writing that I just watched Speed recently and I had a 90s frame of mind, so I figured I'd throw a 90s contempo there. But uh, considering everything that we have talked about, you want to also consider the element of change. If there's one thing that we can glean from this year, it's that you always want to reinvent yourself, uh, whether it's the change in technology, how we consume things, uh, what we're dealing with. There's always something out there that, you know, the, the popular term now is pivot, you know, pivot. You want to have a fresh perspective on something. You want to see things through a different lens. I know personally, uh, before all this, I didn't have a personal setup at home to audition or produce content. And now I've kind of gotten my head around to, all right, how can I, you know, rig up a setup, whether it's a teleprompter or filming myself uh, differently and uh, you always want to have that openness to change because you don't want to be hard set in your ways because then you become an anachronism. And uh, yeah, multisyllabic words are part of what I do too. Uh, but you don't want to be out of date. You know, you don't want to be someone who's inflexible to change because, you know, I grew up during the 90s and we didn't have the internet. And I actually, when I finished college some years ago, the Facebook and social media thing wasn't what it was today. It wasn't a huge thing. In fact, Facebook had just come out. I graduated in 2005. So you can, if you're any kind of whiz at math, you can figure out how long ago that was. So the fact of the matter was, I wasn't used to, you know, putting out content on Facebook. I mean, back then it was just a way to meet girls. Let's be, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, and YouTube and Instagram weren't a thing yet. But now that is a huge way of communicating. And I could say, oh, well, you know, that came after, you know, I studied everything in college and, and I had, uh, you know, learned everything about media and started my career. But no, you want to understand that so you can appreciate it better. And then uh, with the whole 2020 uh, being a theme for that, you want to also make sure that you're adaptable to what's been going on. So you know, change is always scary. I remember the famous thing from Thomas Edison. He found 10,000 ways to fail, but it was the one success along the way. And had he continued along the arc of failure, well, we wouldn't know him as Thomas Alva as he is. Uh, but the main thing about all of this is you want to keep creating, keep doing your thing. You know, I'm married to a nurse fighting the pandemic, and I can attest to this piece of advice. We can all be thankful for those who are sacrificing and allowing us to keep creating as we have. Well, that's enough of my droning on. Now, you go do what you're good at. Go and create and go and make the best of the situation because... Everything that you create, the common theme, whatever it is, if you're on TV, if you're writing a book, if you're on the screen, whatever it is, painting a picture, sculpting a sculpture, the common theme in all of this is you. If you don't create, doesn't get created. And only you have in your mind that which you want to create. So go out there, create, and thanks for listening. Take care. Talk to you soon. Hi, this is Philip from Vision Quest Sound. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please support our podcast by donating any amount that's in your heart. It will help us sustain future episodes, as well as support the artists and creators that are on this show. I'm Philip from Vision Quest Sound, signing off.